And welcome to the Real Real Estate Show. I'm your host, David Wilner, with Pillar to Post Home Inspectors. Uh, and I will be joined very shortly by my colleague, Brenda Wiley, from ha- Howard Hanna Rand Realty. Uh, we're here today to, uh, to talk to you all about how uh, this area has become a destination location uh, from you know for people traveling from all parts of New York and New Jersey to come to our little town here in Warwick and the surrounding area in the Hudson Valley to eat and drink and be merry. And what is that doing to property values? Uh, but real quick, I just want to take a minute to uh, recap a little bit of my week and uh, tell you a little bit about uh, what's going on. I, uh, I had a, a very interesting inspection just the other day that, uh, uh, you know, I'm in this home and it's a first time home buyer. They're buying a townhouse. And I'm explaining to them that, you know, there's an HOA and the Homeowners Association. And this has some responsibility for maintenance and care of the exterior of the home. And, uh, and they were actually quite surprised by this. Uh, that uh, They didn't really understand. And I, I wanted to elaborate and tell them that, you know, you need to, you really need, if you're buying a, to- a townhouse or, or a condo, you need to get a copy of your HOA agreement and read it before you buy the home. You want to understand exactly what your responsibilities will be what those costs associated with that are, uh, and what benefits you get from the HOA. Exactly what benefits you get from the HOA. And you want to dive a little deeper. I would actually encourage people who are out there buying, looking at or buying uh, townhomes or condos to get involved with their HOA, to at least meet some of the people on that board before you buy your home, and ask them questions like, hey, when was the roof on my building replaced? Who did the work? What, you know, what was the material that they used? Who was the contractor? Was there an assessment for the roof uh, on a per unit basis? Or are you taking, you know, did you increase the HOA monthly payment to cover that? Or is it covered through some type of escrow fund that is being held by the HOA? And the HOA should provide you with uh, all that information and even more, they should give you financials uh, on the HOA so that you understand who you're, you know, who you're going to be living next door to. And Brenda's here now. Hi, Brenda. Oh, good morning. <laughs> Sorry, my printer went kaputz. <laughs> How's it going? Good, good, good. So I was just talking a little bit about HOAs and, yeah. and our and our townhouse friends. And, uh, you know, townhouses can be a great investment and they're they're definitely uh, a great opportunity for people to sort of put their toe in the homeownership pond, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You know, without, with some shared responsibilities. Um, but, you know, you got to read those HOA agreements, right? Yeah. And I think also you mentioned a good point just about the financials. We want to make sure, you know, take a look at what their cash reserve is, you know, um, is, is, are their financials healthy? Because if there is an issue, that's going to cost everybody a good amount of money or it can potentially. Yeah. Know? I mean, if there's uh, you know, snow plowing is extraordinarily expensive people. Yep. Uh, your HOA needs to have a good snow removal plan. 
a good landscaping plan and an exterior maintenance plan. Yeah, and not every maintenance plan, you know, a lot of times, especially with townhomes, condos, even co-ops, they'll cover everything exterior, but there are some HOAs that don't, will, that don't you know, you are responsible, for example, there's uh, an, uh, an association in Warwick, you're responsible for the roof, um, your own roof, the shingles, so interesting. Yeah, I mean, we always seem to talk about the HOAs like they, they cover everything on the exterior, but just so people know, windows are considered an interior uh, an interior feature. They're mm -hmm. not considered an exterior feature. What about most. the frame? The frame? Nope. The, Anything no. that is that window hmm. is normally not covered by the HOA. Uh, normally. And we talk in normal terms because there are always exceptions. Every HOA agreement is different. Mm -hmm. And even if you've read one and you're moving to another place, Make sure you get a new agreement. Make sure you get that and that read it. That it's current, yeah. That yeah. it's current. You're not looking at one that's 10 years old. Mm -hmm. um, you know, do you provide those to your clients? I try to do as much due diligence as possible because there's a cost associated with this. So whether you're buying a townhouse or a condo or you're moving to Greenwood Lake where there are, you know, lake communities and uh, association fees, right? It's important to know what you're getting, what's included in your taxes, what's excluded in your taxes. So some places, for example, will plow and snow. Your taxes. Your, your actual taxes, like let's say you're in the village of Greenwood Lake versus the town of Warwick. Some communities independently will plow and maintain and salt their own streets. So it's really important that you have an understanding of what you're paying for and what is included or excluded. And then also sometimes HOAs will have, you know, add-ons. So for example, if you um, don't want the garbage pickup, then it's, you know, $200 less. Or if you want a dock, for example, like Forest Park Association, they, they have like three different sets of, of HOA fees. So it's really important that you know the details of what you're getting, what you need, and what you, how much it's going to cost. <laughs> so Brenda. So Dave. Have you been eating and drinking in the Hudson Valley lately? I have been glutton, a glutton. Is that the phrase? Oh, yeah, that is the phrase. Yeah, yeah. I, I did a lot of that uh, this weekend with back-to-back Oktoberfest. Wow. Cruckers in Pomona. Uh, my good friend Danielle and her family own that, and it was awesome. Just such a great day. I Have you ever been to the Oktoberfest in at Crackers? I have not, no. Authentic, authentic all day long. Wow. I mean, just really large venue, um, lots of great traditional food. Uh, you know, don't ask me how to say, I don't eat meat. <laughs> I'm a pescatarian, but you know, it's, it's still, I'll have the potato pancakes and all that. Um, but it was just great. And they have lots of like games and it's fun for the family. So it's not like, you know, a bunch of people getting together and just with, you know, cheersing their steins, you know, it really is a, a great family event and that's running through, which there's nothing wrong with it. If that's your, if that's your game, that's, go ahead and cheers your steins. <laughs> right. But it's kind of cool when you can do something, you know, where your whole family is involved and you can bring your kids and you don't have to worry about getting babysitting coverage or, you know, yeah, we were, um, couple weeks ago we were at blue arrow love blue arrow yep. did you see any catch any live music uh we were there a little early for the live music but uh you know cute place lots of stuff to do for the whole family yeah uh yeah. and they're big into animal rescue too they support that which i i love <laughs> well they have lots of animals they so, do <laughs> you know it's a, it's a real farm it's a real farm so i was i wanted to do this topic today because i just had friends come up and visit uh, mm -hmm. over the weekend and we went out and did a whole tour of the area and uh, so it was lots of fun but 
Also, I mean, we can talk about venues, but how does this affect the economy and what does it do to the real estate market? Mm -hmm. Right? Because I think that's something that we need to understand about the area we live in Mm -hmm. because it is desirable and what makes it desirable, right? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's clearly a proximity to the city. To the city, right. But, you know, those city people are coming up here. Like where I grew up, when I was growing up, it was a bedroom community of the city. Nobody ever came from the city to visit my town. You know, that never mm-hmm. happened. There was nothing there. Where was your town? Uh, New Jersey. Random. Oh, well, I mean, it was New yeah. Jersey. Okay. Yeah, who goes to Jersey? <laughs> but, you know, um, they. Uh, but people come up here. I mean, I'm, I was amazed. I mean, we were, where were we? We were in um, uh, Angry Orchard. Oh, yeah, nice. And, uh, I, you know, I was doing a little table hopping, you know, just mm-hmm. meeting a few people. And everybody was from Manhattan. Yeah. You know, everybody there was from Manhattan. How do you even know about this? Well, I mean, listen, you, I'll give you an example. I, are we taking a break? In a minute. You okay. Know, about 30 seconds. Um, I was in Middletown on some business and I met up with my boyfriend and he said, meet me at Equilibrium Brewery. And I said, well, I thought that that was in you know, Vermont or something and um, gorgeous. Like, did you think it was Well, because a lot of really awesome breweries are, seem to be in Vermont, but whatever. It's just so nice to have that in my backyard in Middletown. And they had some really awesome vegetarian snacks. And of course, you know, some, some good beer on tap. And the venue was just beautifully designed. And I guess it's been there for about two years. I had no idea, but you know, you discover these things, you know. Well, let's take a quick break. Yeah, we'll be, we'll back, be back in a couple of minutes after we hear from our sponsors with The Real Real Estate Show. Hi, this is Grace Warren, a licensed real estate agent for Howard Hanna Rand Realty for more than 20 years. And I'm ready to hear your wants and needs. And then I will help you fulfill your goals. As a full-time residential specialist and longtime resident of Orange County, I know the Orange County market very well. And whether you're a buyer or seller, my priority is your satisfaction. For more information, please visit my website, gracewarren.randrealty.com. And let's get together. Hudson United Mortgage is the number one mortgage company specializing in residential loans in New York and New Jersey, where Mike Van Mansard is offering first-time homebuyers low down payment options and a mortgage that saves you money and time. Licensed in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut, Mike Van Mansard will patiently walk you through the maze of applying for a mortgage and is available for all your questions. Call Mike Van Mansard now to set up an appointment or for more information, contact Mike at HudsonMortgage.com. Hi, this is Christine Koenig with Howard Hanna Rand Realty, and I love real estate. I grew up helping my dad fix up his investment properties. That knowledge and experience has fueled my passion for real estate. Licensed in New York and New Jersey for over 10 years, I focus my business on Orange, Passaic, and Sussex counties. Check out my website at christinekoenig.randrealty.com or listen to The Real Real Estate Show, Mondays at 10 a.m. Hi, this is Mark Saltzman, your go-to tech guru who breaks down geek speak into street speak. I'll bring you the latest in gadgets, apps, and games in a language you can understand every Monday at 11 a.m. right here on Radio Worth Listening To. You have a car problem? Maybe it's a mechanic problem. Maybe it's not. 
Sounds like a job for me, Ron and Andy and the Car Doctor. That's right. Sunday mornings at 8. Get up early. Let's hang out. Let's talk about cars. Let's all get smarter. Let's solve some car problems. Ron and Andy and the Car Doctor. Here, Sunday mornings at 8. WTVQ. I'm going to make this place your home. And welcome back to The Real Real Estate Show. I'm your host, David Wilner, from Pillar to Post Home Inspectors. Uh, people, call in with any questions you have about your home. I'd love to talk to you about them. Uh, anything you need to know from windows to doors and floors and ceilings. Uh, your heating and cooling systems, just give me a call and let's talk about them. And I'm here with my co-host... Brand B. Wiley Howard, Hannah Brand Realty. And you can also text us as you well can, yeah. at 845 328 0886. So before the break, we were chatting about fall happenings in the area and, and then, how it ties into real estate. And then during the break, we were counting the breweries we could name. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I and actually Dave rattled off that list. I have not had my full cup of coffee yet. So but I think what did we say? So we got to seven, right? I don't even think cup of coffee is relevant in this conversation. Well, I need a little <laughs> coffee to stimulate the brain, you know. <laughs> yeah. You know, we uh so I had I had friends who were visiting this weekend. And uh you know, and I wanted to show them the area. So we did, uh, we did, uh, you know, sort of a around the world tour of a bunch of, uh, a bunch of fun places. Uh, we went all the way up to, um, Pine Bush. Nice. And went to, uh, what's the place up there? Angry Orchard. There you go. Which was a blast. Then we went up to the Huskin, Hudson, Hudson Valley Whiskey, uh, distillery. How was that? I... It was, it was a very, uh, they had the best food truck and there were no lines. So I was happy about that stuff. Wow. Yeah. Um, and, but we wound up our evening at the last whiskey bar here in Warwick, which is amazing. Yes. Yes. That I've done. Have you been there? Yes. That is nice. Very nice. So, uh, big shout out to my guys, Johnny and Max over there. Uh, and, uh, I actually inspected Johnny's house. So ah, there you go. Um, but, uh, you know, they're, they're great bartenders. This is an amazing venue. Uh, guys, if you haven't been there, go, they love a local, uh, it is really sort of speakeasy kind of place and they, yeah. they, they want to keep it low keyed. Um, but it's hard to keep this thing tied down because it's so darn Cause it's cool. so good. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, and I think all these things add up to. You know, making this location a desirable location for people to live and make a life, right? Yeah. I mean, this is what you want. You don't want to move out to the country and then be stuck with nowhere to go on the weekends. Right. That's why this is such a great place to live, because we have these great things to do on the weekends. And that brings value to our property, right? I think so. Yeah. And I mean, just aside from activities, you know, if, if you're not from the area and you come up here and you have a great dining experience, and then let's say you go to the a cidery and then you're like, oh, look at the trees and the foliage. And then, then you go through Harriman State Park or you're cutting through. I mean, it's just very beautiful and your wheels start to go. And that's what happened to me years ago. And I said, you know, I see myself in or around Warwick. And I was I mean, I must have been in my late 20s at that point. And I said, I feel like I'm supposed to be here later in life. What is that going to look like? And I made a decision to make an investment, bought a house because I thought all these great activities and things to do, people are going to need a place to stay. So I invested, you know, short term rental and I'm still still running that. But, you know, just going back to real estate, I think once you get that bug in your bonnet, like, wow, you know, could I get a second weekend home? Short-term you know. rental is a good point, though, because mm-hmm. 
You know, it does open up investment opportunities for Airbnb, VBRO, that type of thing going on up here, those short-term rentals. I mean, it, it it can help people actually get into home ownership, even if you don't want to, if you can't leave your job in the city and make the commute out here, you can buy that, that right. property and have it start paying for itself. A hundred percent. And if you're not in the area, you know, getting a designated property manager and really having a solid team of, you know, your handyman, your cleaning lady, your point person is very important. In fact, it's required most building departments when you fill out the application to apply. If you, if you, you need to list either a rental agent or property manager, if it is not your primary uh, residence. Um, so what you think is a good thing because it really, the goal there is to have some regulations where um, there are protections in place and there's, you know, sort of a chain of command. Uh, if there is an issue, who, who can address it and how quickly. So it's important. How hard are those things to line up for people that might be considering making an investment like that? You know, the, the lead time from getting the application and, and getting approval, you know, it, it could take a couple of days for, the for example, the town of Warwick uh, to review the application. It just depends on resources because ultimately, you know, they're going to do an inspection, right? And they're going to make sure that you're, you know, up to code with important things. But the biggest, biggest is, is safety, you know, having those smoke detectors, the carbon monoxide, the fire extinguisher, uh, making sure that there's nothing that is, you know, fired hazard or things of that nature, um, adequate light, you know, railings, all of, all of those things. So, um, you know, I would say maybe two weeks at maximum, unless somebody's away or they're short staffed. But how do you find a property manager? Really, you you know, having having a good realtor connection helps, hint, hint. Um, you know, that is really important. Um, establishing a relationship with a local realtor that can help bridge some of those introductions or he or she may uh, handle some of that uh, like I do. Um, and, it, and it's great, especially for clients that um, I work with, you know, if they're buying or selling an Airbnb and, you know, they kind of want to keep it going, that fluidity is really important. You want to make sure that you're... Um, being compliant with what the requirements are, you know, with getting that permit and getting that home ready for short-term rental. It's, it's really important. So are there consequences to not going through the right paper? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah like yeah. what? Um, if you're operating without a permit, you know, you can be fined and every building department, every municipality is a little bit different, but you can upwards of $500 a day, a thousand dollars a day, especially if it's known, like if, Let's do, say do, yeah. do the do do like uh, does VBRO and, and Airbnb do they ask for that permit? Is that something you need to no, have? No, no, because they're they're their own business entity or platform, if you will. The the important thing really is is the municipality and what their requirements are, because it does vary in in every building department, every town, every village, um, and a, and a lot of places depending on where you are, that it's prohibited. You cannot. Um, have short-term rentals at all. You can have 30 days plus, you know. Um, so there are little loopholes, but it's important that you're, you know, because if there is an issue, uh, let's say there's a fire and you don't have a permit, your insurance is probably not going to cover the damages because, you know, you you have guests in your house and you may not even have the appropriate insurance, the, the rental vacation property insurance. So really important that you establish a relationship with either um, a company like Upstate Outpost, Lisa Mulcahy, we had her on the show, and um, that is what they do. They, they really manage a lot of that 
um, between the, the, the guest, the host, and making sure that things are getting done. If there is an issue, they'll send out one of their representatives to deal with it, you know? So, I mean, it's people. Things come up. <laughs> Party gets a little wrong, a little out of control. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know. Happens. I, it does happen, yeah. But um, but it's a, it's a good business, and especially around here, we I think... You know, we don't have these monstrosities of hotels and lodging. So, you know, other than some lovely bed and breakfast and things like that, then people want, you know, the entire experience. They want to bring their their dogs or they want to drop their boat in and have a slip to park their boat. So being able to offer uh, those things, I think, are really great for, for people coming to the area. Yeah, I mean, I, I get that. You know, it's funny. I mean, as a, as a person who spends a lot of time on the water, uh, you know, Greenwood Lake is not on my radar, though. Yeah. You know, it's just, uh, it's an awkward size and shape for, mm -hmm. for a boat, you know, which makes it weird. Uh, well, I think it depends on the boat. In your case, you yeah, know, you're, you yeah. have some large vessels. That you're no, <laughs> but you do uh, the sailing. Yeah. So. There's just, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's a, it's good for, I guess, like a recreational jet ski or, or a pontoon boat. You Pontoons know, is, seem to is, be. Is the, is the yeah. right thing to have on that water. Yeah. 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 Or a bow, bow rider, a little speed boat, you know, zipping around, especially now, like off season, like my boat's still in the water. Everybody, you know, uh, from out of town, like, you know, they, the marinas, they're already pulled out of the water and they've shrink wrapped and winterized and all of that. But I'll keep my boat in as long as I can. We're, we have some nice weather coming up. My boat's 70s. still in the water. Yeah. Yeah. So. My boat's still in the water. We still got a whole false fall season to deal with. I mean, we won't pull it out till uh, the end of November. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, right around, right, just before Thanksgiving. We yeah. Will, I'll probably, uh, I'll probably go a few more weeks. So, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it gets a little chilly, but you know, I don't mind to layer it up. It's really gorgeous though, especially in Greenwood Lake when you're looking up at all the trees and just like, wow, I live here. Like, I love it. <laughs> yeah. We, uh, we said that to our daughter the other day and, uh, we were, we were driving, I don't know where we were going, but we were going somewhere and, and said, do you realize how lucky you are to live in such a pretty place? Mm -hmm. She's like, yeah, 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 whatever. Right, right. <laughs> She'll realize me. it later in life. Yep, yeah. You know. You know, but uh, it really is. I mean, I, I just, you know, we've been here six, almost seven years, and I just love this area. It, it is absolutely beautiful. The people are great. And there really is so much to do here. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I mean, it's... Uh, you know, whether, whatever your thing is, it's here. You know, that's why we can ski. We can go on the lake. Mm -hmm. We can eat and drink. Hiking. Hiking, biking. Mm -hmm. You know, it's all right here. If you like being outdoors, this Orange County and the Hudson Valley are such great destinations. Yeah, 100%. And I think backing that up and just tying that in, you know, to... Um, the economy, right? Yeah. If you look at restaurants, restaurants are, are still very busy, you know, um, and the farm to table concept and, you know, taking local produce and infusing that in. I mean, that's, that's kind of exciting too, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't know if you've been to Valley Rock, but I have, you yeah. know, what a great venue yeah. that is. Yeah. Uh, I like to save Valley Rock for the winter and yeah. sit outside under the heaters. And it's just, it's just beyond beautiful you've got two feet of snow out there and your table's carved into a nook yeah <laughs> and it's just great awesome a little hot hot cocoa with a little baileys <laughs> yeah not so bad either yeah exactly exactly <laughs> yeah um 
So what else, you know, what do you do on the weekends? I mean, when you're, when your friends and family want to come up and visit you, where do you take them? Yeah, well, so that's this past weekend, we ended up at Oktoberfest in, in Pomona at Crockers. And, um, and then my office, Howard Hanna Ranch Realty in Warwick, um, we had the Making Strides uh, walk event, which uh, several people from the office participated in that. But then we also sponsored Oktoberfest in Greenwood Lake, um, which this year was put on by the Elks and um, great live music. And again, you know, food and activities. And, and, and that's what's so awesome about these venues and these events is that the, that business, the idea is the foot traffic is going to kind of trickle into the local um, business. You know, the, the Greenwood Lake Roasters Coffee Place was pretty busy um, this wow, weekend. That place is always busy. They're doing really well. And, and speaking of which, um, the machine that they're having customized from Europe should be the big bro- the roaster should be arriving towards the end of the month. Um, so that's awesome. We're going to have a roasters part two. <laughs> Whoa, that's yeah. good news. Yeah. I'm excited for that as a guy who does like his coffee. I love my coffee too. Uh, it's time for us to take another quick break. Awesome. It goes so fast. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> and McCann is the only law firm for all your real estate transactions. Founding partner William O'Keefe will patiently guide you through every step, whether you're buying or selling property, commercial or residential, from the first meeting to the closing. O'Keefe and McCann earned their top rating due to their impeccable attention to detail, their dedication to a smooth closing, and the pride they take in their clients' complete satisfaction. They are with you throughout the entire process, ensuring a successful outcome. For the finest real estate attorney, visit omlawteam.com. Chris Steritz has been an award-winning associate broker for more than 28 years. Chris's vast knowledge of Orange County ensures that your goals will be met whether you are a buyer or a seller, and she will help with your home inspection, mortgage, and appraisal process. She's also a specialist in corporate relocation, and the home inventory on her website is always current. For more information or to contact Chris, visit chrissteritz.randrealty.com. Tune into The Nonprofit Notebook, your resource for and about people helping people. Learn about all the events and services available for you, friends, or family. Open your Nonprofit Notebook Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Radio worth listening to. Hi, this is Wild Baby Love. Start your Sunday with me at 6 a.m. and Gospel Tracks. I'll give you the phone number to the faith phone line and the address to the website. All that and much, much more right here on Gospel Tracks with yours truly, Wild Baby Love. WTBQ GHT Weather. For this afternoon, we'll have mostly cloudy skies. It'll be scattered showers. A high temperature 62. Isolated shower this evening. Otherwise, clearing skies tonight with a low of 38. Tuesday is going to be sunny with a cooler afternoon. The high 54. Cold Tuesday night with clear skies. A low of 32. Wednesday, mixed clouds and sunshine with a high of 52. Sunshine Thursday, high 54. From the WTBQ Weather Center. I'm meteorologist Jim Rinaldi. WTBQ. I'm gonna make this place your and we're back. You're listening to The Real Real Estate Show. I'm your host, Brenda Wiley, with Howard Hanna Rand Realty, and I am accompanied with... Dave Wilner from Pillar Post Home Inspectors. I, I had, yeah, I had, happy I had, Monday. Happy Monday is right. What a great, beautiful weekend. Yeah, it really was a great weekend. Uh, I mean, just fall is so great here. 
Oh, I love it. It's, it really is my favorite season. Uh, don't get me wrong. I like to be on the water and play in the sum, but summer, but very busy with real estate in the summer. So, <laughs> you know, but yeah, I mean, the fall really is special here. I mean, with the leaves changing and everything, it's just absolutely breathtakingly pretty. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I got to drive up uh, Hawk's Nest. The oh, other day, yeah. You know, so pretty. Along the river on my way out to Glen Spey to do a house. And, uh, you know, it's just always when I get on that road, it's just you feel like, uh, I don't know. You I know? feel like I'm in a commercial, yeah, like a BMW exactly. commercial. That's like I'm exactly like zip, zip. It. And yeah. then I'll see like a beautiful eagle flying across the river. And I'm like, ah, oh, you know, <laughs> I should. Yeah, we should be in a commercial. I mean, it's uh, it is absolutely breathtaking. Uh, I mean, it's a great resource to have the Delaware. I mean, we're sandwiched right between the Delaware and the yeah. Hudson. So whatever your taste, if you want to go tubing one day and uh, and out on the water the next day, you, you know, you can do these things. Yep. Kayaking, all of it. Good yeah. stuff. Stand up paddle boarding. Yep. You know, is a blast uh, on the Hudson with the current. It's a workout. Yeah, no, I'm going to take a hard pass on that. Um, you know, I, I've done midnight moon paddleboard uh, on Greenwood Lake, which was was very nice. It was kind of a like a mix of a little bit of yoga and, um, you know, and that was that was pretty cool because it was very calm. And also the full moon just like lit up the water. So I wasn't. Oh, yeah, I go another way with that. What do you mean? Oh, I want I want waves. I want. Uh, you know, I want the challenge of the current. I want... Yeah, I'm looking for peace and tranquility. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if I'm standing on a board, you know. <laughs> like, you know, you want to be able to steer. You want to be able to have some some force in the paddle. Yeah, it's a uh, paddle board, paddle boarding. You know, it's it's a simple thing. Anybody can do it. Yeah, no, but uh, it's... But if you want to learn to do it well, mm -hmm. it takes a little... I like anything, you know. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, it's like if you go bowling and uh, you're like, oh, why does my body hurt so much? You're working different muscles. It reminds me like, you know, when you go bowling, like sometimes certain muscles that you're not normally using. You definitely need stand to work up. out more. <laughs> no, but like I'm, I'm a good bowler. And, you know, if I have like a 15 pound ball and I, I only do it, let's say like twice a year, I mean, you're going to feel it because you're, you know, when you cross your leg, you're using different muscles. I mean, I do yoga and, you know, I'm, I'm I don't, I just, you know, you understand my point. Stand up paddleboard. You need to, you're like your core, oh, yeah. your muscles. It really works muscles that you don't work out on the regular basis. I got you. I Thank know what you. saying. I feel validated now. <laughs> Appreciate that. Do some push-ups before you go bowling. Yeah, no. <laughs> Not happening. Not happening. So, you know, with all these things going on in the local area, what does that do? How do you think that affects our local economy? And what is it, you know, what does it mean for, for Orange County, for Warwick? You know, mm -hmm. how does that affect our, our house pricing, do you think? I mean, it's, you know, basic economics, right? So if you're bringing people into the area and they're spending money and they're like, wow, I really like it. Maybe the wheels start to turn of a second home, a weekend getaway. Maybe they're coming up here a little bit more regularly. Uh, for example, let's say they, they like to go skiing, right? Or whatever it is. Wow, we're spending a lot of time up here. Maybe we should start to take a look at some vacation homes, a little cottage, a bungalow, a cabin. Um, so we do see a, a lot of that around here for sure. Um, you know, and I think that that's a good opportunity for somebody not familiar with the area. And then, you know, it's just. So when, you know, when, when you're looking at, at shopping for a home and you're thinking about what town to go to, uh, I mean, is it, is it, is the economy something you talk to a buyer about, you know, is there, 
I I do. And, you know, actually, Grace and I were chatting a little bit last week about the um, economic summit, the first economic summit that um, Orange County had at SUNY Orange. It was very interesting because they touched on the amount of revenue that's come into the area, specifically in Orange County, with businesses, millions of dollars coming in and creating jobs, right? So if you're creating jobs, all of that ties into the housing market. You Mm -hmm. know, it's um, people are going to need places to live, right? And um, if, if, you know, the, the economy is going to feed what is created, right? So if a business comes in, now there's all these jobs. There's not enough people for well, these jobs. Well, for me as a buyer, I, th- I was thinking like that the economy is important because I want to know that I'm moving into a healthy economy. I want to know that the town's going to be solvent, that they're going to maintain the roads, that the schools are going to stay in good condition. Yeah. That, yeah. you know, the level of, of, of services that the town's going to be providing to us is based on their tax revenue. And that goes back to having a healthy economy in the town. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I mean, this is, you know, and you can see some towns that have healthier economies than others in, in the local area. Uh, but, you know, it's... Uh, you know, it, 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 it's it's important to me because I think that is long-term value in my real estate investment. Yeah, and, it, and it's interesting too, Dave, because I feel like, you know, especially when we do as realtors, what we call buyer consultation, it's important for me to uncover what, what are you looking for? What are your short-term goals? What are your long-term goals? What is important to you? And, you know, economy, stability of that, you know, the place that you're moving to, right? For some people, they ask about crime and schools. And as New York's, you know, licensed real estate professional, I can't really speak to any of that. I can provide, you know, a link, check out good schools, et cetera. Like I can't really steer one person to an area over another. I can just provide the information you know, here's here's a link on crime stats. Check it out, sort of thing, right? And then that person. Why is there so many red dots? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know that that person can decide. You know what is important to them, and if this area makes sense for them. I've actually worked with tons of people that are like, yeah, this is what we want, and and then I'm like, you know what? I just want to show you this one house. It's about five miles away. I just have. The, I feel like, well, we don't want to be. And sure enough, we walk in there. We're like, wow. Uh, we love it. You know, it's a little bit off the beaten path, but it checked off all the boxes with the two car garage and the, and the pool and they wanted one acre plus. So it's important to sort of uncover what those goals are, what, what the must haves are. But a lot of times as buyers, those, those items, that criteria changes, you know, you're like, wait a minute for 20,000 more, I can get X, Y, Z. Um, and my taxes are a little bit lower. Great. You know what? Let me explore that. Um, so it's, it's, a, it's a fine line because you don't want to tell people like, yeah, I know that's what you want, but, or that's what you think you want, but you know what I mean? You can only share your experiences and hope that they pick up on what you're sharing with them. <laughs> what you're putting down. Uh, that's yeah. Right. The, you know, it's for me, you know, I, I like to think, uh, you know, I, I roll down main street, you know, let's say here in Warwick mm-hmm. and it's so vibrant, you know, oh, yeah, you, you gotta sure. come through here on a weekend, even on a weekday. Uh, you know, it's, it's great. We went to, uh, we were at Halligan's on Wednesday night. Great fish tacos, by the uh, way. For, uh, it was a fundraiser for the cheerleading squad. Mm-hmm. And uh, the place was just packed. The community. What came, night was it? Wednesday? Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. Community just came out to support the cheerleaders. Uh, and it was great. It was absolutely great. We had a blast. 
Yeah. Nice. I mean, there's something to do almost every night and it's all centered around supporting the community and mm-hmm. the kids and perpetuating that growth and stimulating that local economy. Those are all the important factors to me that make a town a home, you know, and keep yeah. it, keep it safe and healthy for us long term. For sure. And I think also just supporting and appreciating the arts, I think is, is really important, you know, from, you know, live music and just art, arts in general, antiques, all, all of it. It's all, uh, we haven't even talked about the Sugarloaf Performing Arts Center. Yeah. My, my brother and his family went there uh, yesterday and Rachel from our office, my manager was there and she said there wasn't really a lot of lines. Um, so I don't know if people are kind of doing a lot of things like what you did with your friends, sort of going from one place to another versus just kind of camping out. But I thought, thought that's kind of interesting i just think there were so many activities this weekend that people really were yeah sugarloaf had their their street fair um Mm -hmm. you know they had their fall fest street fair this weekend yep um you know because i'm so local to that i tend to avoid it uh it just makes me annoyed that i can't drive down my own street but yeah Right, but it's only for a short period of time. It's, it's kind of like Apple Fest. You we know? get out of Dodge and, <laughs> and, and and you know let those let those people come into our town and and spend dollars. <laughs> right, which is what you want. Yeah, you know? absolutely. I love Sugarloaf. So uh, you know, yeah, and Sugarloaf is doing so well lately. I mean, it's you know as a little town, uh, it's just a hamlet of of Chester, but it's uh, it's a great it's a great option out there for people. I mean. We love our street. We love our neighbors. Uh, it's actually, it's so much fun. I mean, we literally have block parties with our neighbors. We know all our neighbors. Uh, it's it's that small town feel. You yeah. Know? yeah. And, uh, you know, we go out on the weekends. We go out to dinner with our neighbors. We carpool with our neighbors. It's uh, it's just fun, you know? Oh, see, I see. I still, I like my, I like my dis. I mean, I like my neighbors. Don't get me wrong, but, uh, but I'm different. You know, you, you have your. Oh, you're different. You're, yeah, <laughs> unique with a capital U. But you know what I mean. I, I, I'm kind of like a free agent. You know, so, but I do value my, my, pri- my privacy and my solitude. You know, um, so that, that would, that would overstimulate me. I think if I was carpooling with my neighbors, but just my opinion. Yeah, well, it, no, I'll, you know, it, trust me, you want to carpool because I these kids are sense. like on the move always. So if you didn't carpool occasionally with the neighbors and their kids, boy, you'd just be you running be around to work. Like a taxi service. Yeah, yeah, you can't even work. There's no time to do, go out and do do a job with these kids and yeah. their schedules. No, you have to be organized, you know, um, so that that makes sense. I'm just for me, it's, you know, it's not relevant. <laughs> How about Legoland? How does that uh, has that had? I mean, uh, clearly that's a big time destination. You and, know, and draw Legoland's interesting because for those homes that are in the area, or especially um, there's uh, like a soccer stadium or something that's currently being built. You know, those things do affect property values both positively and negatively. So, um, you know, I think with Legoland, like if your house is right there and you've got all this excessive flow of traffic, you know, that may not be ideal for you, or you may get frustrated. You know, it takes you 20 minutes to get back into your driveway versus like five minutes or something. So. Yeah. And I, like I said, I feel that when they have the festival on my street and mm-hmm. stuff, but, uh, you know, I, I feel like, uh, you know, Legoland is such a large investment and it brings so much more to the table, right? Yeah. I mean, it's not just a, it's not just a, a street festival with, you know, with, with food trucks. It's a permanent place bringing in 
substantial revenue, providing lots of jobs, mm-hmm. uh, and and doing more for the area. I mean, it's got to help in the tax base too. Yeah, I I think so. And you know, I know like my brother and their family, they have like the annual pass where they can go, you know, unlimited times because there's just so many things to do. Maybe you didn't see one thing and you want to go back and do something else. But um, my yeah, kid, I think my kids good. are just a little too old at twenty four and sixteen to go to Legoland. Yeah, so but I need to borrow a kid from someone because <laughs> I really want to go. I, I mean, you know, I mean, legally, you know, with somebody's I don't know. Permission. That, that sounds a little weird, but uh, yeah, no, I hear, I got what you're saying. You can borrow, you can borrow, you can borrow a dog, you know, I do have dogs. I got dogs all day. I know, but, me you know, too. Yeah. They, uh, they're but not going to help me. But I think it's fun for adults too. There's some really, some really cool things to see, you know, if you just, but it, but it, you know, there's a cost It's expensive. It's very expensive to design and maintain the facility and pay the staff and, keep it clean and all that fun stuff, security, all of that. So it's time for us to take another break. So we will be right back. Listeners stay tuned for the more real real estate show. Hi, this is Rachel Heiss, branch manager of Howard Hanna Rand Realty. Right now is a great time to buy or sell. Buyers can take advantage of low interest rates and sellers can get top dollar for their homes in this high demand market. Our agents utilize the most innovative tools and market knowledge to help you achieve your real estate goals. Give us a call at 845-986-4848. At Howard Hanna Rand Realty, home happens here. Pillar to Post Home Inspectors is your number one choice when buying or selling a home in the Hudson Valley. Pillar to Post inspectors are experienced, informative, and very knowledgeable. We will examine the structure, plumbing, heating, cooling, and electrical systems. Our thorough inspection will identify important factors, which may save buku dollars when making a home purchase. For more information or to schedule your home inspection, call the owner, David Wilner, at 845-610-5366. Visit PillarToPost.com backslash David Wilner. Hi, this is Brenda Wiley with Howard Hanna Rand Realty. Looking for a weekend getaway, a year-round retreat, or maybe you're considering selling, I'll help to bring your vision to a reality. Enjoy four seasons of lakefront living on Greenwood Lake. Go fishing, swimming, and boating all summer long. And when fall arrives, go apple picking, hiking, or skiing on Mount Peter. Visit brendabwiley.randrealty.com and let's find the home of your dreams. This is Zach Kruk. You want to cut through the fake news and political spin? And join me every Tuesday morning right here at 10 a.m. We're talking about big stories, big issues, current events, politics, and a little sports, too. So tune in and call in right here every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Hi, I'm Dave Edwards, and I invite you to join me every Sunday night when we'll showcase a perfect album. I'll start with side one, track one, and we'll play every song in order from the record. A few bonus songs, as well as some trivia, too, right here on Radio Worth Listening To. I'm gonna make this place your home. And welcome back to the Real Real Estate Show. I'm your host, David Wilner, with Pillar to Post Home Inspectors. And I'm here with my co-host. Brenda Wiley, Howard Hanna, Brand Realty. And we're on 93.5 FM WTBQ. So listeners, any questions, any comments, anything you want to know about your house, feel free. Give us a call if you want to know... Uh, you know, some opportunities, what to do with it. You'll talk to a real estate agent. If you want to know how to maintain it, you can talk to me, your home inspector. (laughs) 
Good stuff. So, Brenda Wiley. Yes. What are we looking at for... There's been some big investment in the local area with... Uh, like We were just touched base a little bit with Legoland. Now we're also seeing distribution centers mm-hmm. being built in the local area. How do you feel about... What do they do to impact the local area and the economy? Do they are they are they a good thing or a bad thing? I think it's a good thing. I I do think that if you're considering moving into the area, really make sure that you know your local realtor pulls up maps and surveys and tries to get as much information as possible. We call it buyer due diligence. Um, outside of getting your inspections done on your house, you really want to understand not just what the current situation is and what's across the street, but maybe that lot of land um, is in the process of being purchased and there's going to be an industrial park or something being built there. So, you know, it's important to understand not just the current state of what you're buying, you know, is that lot buildable? Maybe it's a wetland preserve and it's it's not buildable. So that might be appealing to somebody that's looking for something a little bit more private or remote, right? So those things are really important. And to answer your question, I think as Orange County continues to have these new businesses invest, we want to think about the infrastructure. What is this going to do to my taxes? What kind of water line or sewer line additional needs to be built? So infrastructure is really important to think about because that there's a cost there. There's only so many grants that the state can give. There's only so much money in the kitty, right? How does that work with infrastructure? I mean, you know, you, the tax base is paying for that, right? Right. But if something exceeds, if there's a huge investment or build or uh, several businesses coming to the area, you're going to have more traffic, right? You're going to have more cars. So what do we need to do to open up another road? Um, What do we need to do to make sure that there's um, proper water flow coming off that road? So there's not a backup and ice and things like that. So there's a, there's a lot of different, I think we got a, what do we have a text here? I think so. Yeah. Or is that a phone call? Oh, So anyway, infrastructure, I think, is important. And, you know, we just want to make sure that before you buy a house, really get to understand that area and what is going on, um, what's to come and and how that could potentially impact your home value. So, yeah, we just got a text from a listener uh, and they said it could be much better if there was affordable housing for the employees who work in those distribution centers. And that's absolutely true. Uh, yeah, I mean, we do live in a, a, an area that has high property values. And some of the jobs uh, in these distribution centers are not the highest paying jobs. Uh, but they're jobs. I mean, that's the important part. Mm-hmm. These are good, solid jobs where people can come in and, uh, and, and make you know, a livable wage. Maybe not to live in our town uh, where property values are a little higher, but... Uh, you know, what kind of affordable housing, what areas, where do you see areas with affordable housing for, for folks that can, uh, you know, that are looking to get into a house? Yeah, I think to, to buy, well, two things. I think if you're a recent college grad, you know, you, you might be looking at rentals, right? And not only is there a shortage in homes to buy in the area, but there's definitely a lot going on within the rental world right now. There's not enough rentals. And I think landlords um, really 
you know, took took a major hit during the moratorium where maybe they had tenants that weren't paying and now they're still finishing through evictions and going, it's the whole big thing. But what that's doing now, landlords are being extra, extra village, vigilant, vigilant, <laughs> vigilant about the criteria when they're getting somebody in and they're looking for a certain amount of income, right? They're looking for a certain credit score, but they've gotten really um, strict with those requirements. So it's very difficult for somebody making 20, 21, $22 an hour to find affordable housing. So I think if you're especially a college grad or if you're, you know, in your young twenties and you need a place to live and you have a cat, a pet, I mean, it's, it's very difficult. A lot of areas that I think for specifically for rentals, where there's a little bit more inventory would be Middletown, you know, Middletown area, Wallkill, Otisville, um, Walden, that whole area, as well as Port Jervis. There's a lot, a lot going on up there. Um, and to buy as well, I would say, you know, the farther you go up Orange County or even crossing into Sullivan, Wurtsboro, you can get a cute little ranch for, you know, 250000 And I think you guys have heard me say before, you know, drive until you qualify, right? So if you're just starting out and you're looking for a starter home, and you're, let's say you grew up in Rockland County or Westchester and you just keep on going up, you know, Orange County, Sullivan, Ulster, and uh, you'll, you'll find something, especially now with the interest rates ticking up. So, yeah, you know, cost of fuel and time, right? Yeah. Yeah. All I, of it. I mean, it's uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, you know, where property values are higher and the areas closer to the city there is less affordable housing. But right. I think every community is incumbent to provide some affordable housing opportunities for people. I mean, where, where does Warwick stand on that and how do they deliver? I mean, I don't know of, you know, rent, rents have gone up quite a bit. You know, I had a client that he was getting, I think, 2200 a month for a cute little ranch rental, the whole house with the driveway and a big deck. And it went up like $900 because his costs have gone up, you know? Um, hmm. So there, there is this sort of, it's almost like people are, I don't want to say getting pushed out, but you know, uh, people seem to be moving, moving into other areas that can be affordable, you know? Um, what are you looking up right now? Well, you know, it's so it's, it is interesting. I mean, you know, I, I, how do you feel about that? I mean, does a town have an obligation to provide affordable housing? Uh, I, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. You know, um, that's a difficult question. I think it depends on the town. I think it depends on the area. Um, you know, in the village of Warwick, I mean, it's just, it's kind of much more condensed, right? So where, where would you, where would you do that? Would you build, you know, I, I don't know what the option would be there. Yeah. Uh, we've got, uh, we've got another, uh, Listener uh, texting in here saying that rising gas prices make that hour-long commute unaffordable as well. Yeah, right. that's absolutely true. I mean, gas prices and just time in the car is expensive. People undervalue their time. Yeah. You know, uh, in my lifetime, I've done a lot of driving and a lot of commuting. And I can tell you, I wish I had some of that time back, you know, to spend with my wife and kids or mm -hmm. just read a book because... Wow, you know the number of hours I've spent in a car. Yeah, uh, you know it's uh, you know those are hours you could be working, you could be doing other things. Well, I have to tell you during that time because I I will Orange Rockland, you know, as far as like my locations um, and and where I sell to, but Ulster because I went to school there, Sullivan, I have property up there, 
But I, I love driving. In fact, my colleagues will say, hey, Brenda, I have a client they're looking to buy in, you know, Kingston area. Would you be willing to take them out? Of course, yes. But I'll do a lot of my phone calls and my follow-up while I'm in transit. But the problem is when I get into these real remote areas in the mountains, I'm like, oh my gosh, I have no service. I have no signal. So now I'm lost. <laughs> and, you know, my phone battery is about to die. My gas tank is low and I can't get any business done. It's very frustrating. But yes, but the gas price is definitely, that's that's another big factor as well. You know, I've been driving over the border to New Jersey still. It's a little, a little less because the taxes are a little bit less on the gas. But um I'll pay cash uh, any day over the credit. So I get that extra, you know, six cents, but it makes a difference when you're filling up your tank. <laughs> Definitely does. I always search for the lowest gas price. Yeah. Yeah. But you want the quality too, you know? So. Yeah. You know, um, you know, when, uh, when we're looking at how long a commute can be, I mean, is there, where do you say, uh, you know, a commute, how does somebody understand the commute that gets too far? Yeah, I think you have to decide what your form of transportation is. I personally, like if I moved up here and I had an opportunity to work, let's say in the city in Manhattan, I would take the train. You know, I would drive from Greenwood Lake over the mountain into Tuxedo. It's about 16 minutes and I would take an express train in. And what's nice about that is I'm, I'm on the train. I have control of my schedule, right? I don't have to worry about Wait a minute. Did you just say it takes 16 minutes to get into the city? No, 16 minutes from my house to the tuxedo train station. Okay. Get on the express train and then I'm into the city in, you know, under an hour. But what's nice about that is I I there's more control in that, right? I don't want to be on a bus, you know, sitting in traffic going through the the tunnel. I, I like the idea of getting out of the train, boom, that's that's my routine, you know. Um so I think it depends, you know, and then you have to look at the cost for that. How much does your weekly pass cost or your month or whatever? But now with opportunities to work remotely for a number of people, um, you know, I do think Maybe that their th tolerance for a lengthy commute could be uh, right if you're only if you're only doing it once or twice twice a week. a week exactly and so i think that's also another really great draw for moving you know into the area maybe maybe it is an hour and a half away um so that has definitely the, the opportunities for people to work remote i think has definitely impacted real estate in the area for sure well this has been a really fun show i mean it's uh you know it's great i mean i i, I again you know this area is so vibrant this is the time of year this is our our area's time of year here. Yeah. It's, it is, uh, you know, it's a great time to get out, eat and drink, visit those local establishments, people. Uh, enjoy your neighborhood. Enjoy your neighbors. And uh, tune in next week for the Real Real Estate Show. Have a great week, everybody.